Y'all, I think y'all have heard me say before that All Saints Day, All Saints Sunday, uh, has really become one of my favorite celebrations of the Christian year, the Christian season. Uh, and it really came, came to mean a lot to me in 2017 uh, when we celebrated the, the November following the passing of my, of my own mother. And uh, every, every year it just has, has come to mean more and more to me personally <clears throat> as time has gone on. You know, we've all had people, we've all had people in our lives who have, who have greatly influenced us in our faith. Uh, we've all had family members, we've all had friends, we've all had acquaintances who have passed away and uh, who, have, who have helped to shape us, who have helped to form us into, uh, into the people that we are today. So this is a time of the year that is a day of the year anyway that's specifically set aside to reflect on those influences in our lives to remember our loved ones and to celebrate how God has used them in our own lives. But we also celebrate and we also remember and we reflect today on those brothers and sisters of the faith that we didn't know personally. As you heard me mention in the prayer this morning at the beginning of the service, we celebrate all of those who have laid the foundation for Christianity, all of those who have helped to shape the Christian faith over the centuries. So there's a beautiful portion of Scripture out of the book of Hebrews that speaks to this. There's a beautiful portion that, that speaks to the importance of recognizing, of, of remembering, and continuing to live out the things that we've been taught, what we've been taught by our Christian ancestors. And I just want us to look at that for a couple minutes this morning. It comes from uh, the 12th chapter of the book of Hebrews, and it's verses 1 and 2. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Word of God for the people of God. So the author, the author of Hebrews, which incidentally, Hebrews is a, I don't want to get into this as a take forever, but Hebrews is a really interesting book of the Bible. I think I may have talked about that one time since I've been here at Bemis. But one of the things that makes Hebrews really, really interesting is we don't know who wrote it. Um, across the centuries, nobody's ever been able to figure out or authenticate actually who wrote the book of Hebrews. We're pretty, we're pretty clear for the most part on a lot of these New Testament authors but there is no general agreement on, on who wrote this book. And yet it landed squarely um, into our Bibles, all of our Bibles, whether you're Catholic, whether you're Protestant, whether you're an Orthodox. Um, Hebrews, Hebrews landed in, into the New Testament. So it's a really neat book uh, for that reason and a lot of other reasons um, that I won't get into this morning. But the author here encourages us basically just to persevere in our faith. Perseverance in, in our faith is the main thing that the author here is really getting at. And he or she, whoever it might have been, reminds us to put away anything in our lives, put away everything in our lives that might prohibit us from fully embracing Jesus and from fully living out our calling as disciples. And I absolutely love this description of Jesus that the, that the author gives. Jesus is the pioneer, and Jesus is the perfecter of our faith. What's that mean that he's the pioneer? Well, he initiated Christianity. We all know that. Every Christianity began with Christ. It began with the birth, the life, the teachings, the death, the resurrection, the ascension, and the continuing kingdom. He is the pioneer 
of Christianity, the pioneer of our faith. He's also the perfecter of our faith. And that's something else that we stress here a lot at, a lot at Bemis. Who do we look to to form us in our, the way that we think, the way that we talk, and the way that we act? Not other Christians. We look to Jesus because he is the perfect example of our faith. And I know that should seem, you know, pretty well, duh. But I don't think we get that a lot of times. Jesus is the perfection of Christianity. If we want our lives to be shaped, we look to the ways of Jesus. Jesus is what forms us because he is absolute perfection. And I just love that, I just love that word. But that's not really what I'm going to concentrate on this morning for the sake of All Saints Sunday. I want us to go back to look just to those first few words. Just those first few words in verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. And then, of course, the author goes along and talks about persevering in our faith like we, talked, like we mentioned a second ago. That great cloud of witnesses. That great cloud of witnesses is what All Saints Day, All Saints Sunday, is all about. The cloud of witnesses, the great cloud of witnesses, refers to all of those within the Christian faith who have gone before us, all of those who have shaped the Christian faith, all of those who have modeled for us absolute faith and absolute trust in God. At the beginning of... Uh, the scripture, we notice that one, that very first word, therefore. Therefore. Therefore is a, uh, I'll give you an English lesson this morning. <clears throat> therefore is what we call a conjunctive adverb. Conjunctive adverbs, what they do is they basically put together two thoughts or sometimes two sentences. You'll see this word, therefore, a lot in the Bible at the beginning of verses. Some other, some other words that you might see, some other what we call conjunctive adverbs that you might see in the Bible are, are, are words like however, nevertheless, consequently, those, those types of things. So why did I give you that little, that little, that little piece of middle and high school uh, English lessons? Because it's important. It's important that we recognize those words for what they are. When you're reading the Bible, when you see like this, you see words like this, therefore, heretofore, however, nevertheless, these words are connecting something. These words are connecting either two sentences or they're connecting two thoughts. Oftentimes what they're doing is they're being used to explain the verse that you're currently reading or they are there to tell you the why of that verse. In other words... Since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us, throw, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Something goes before that. Okay? In order to be able to complete that thought and in order to be able to understand what the author is writing about here, you've got to read backwards. It's almost like the word and being at the beginning of that sentence. Does that make sense to you? So what you have to do is you have to understand to fully grasp, to fully understand what the author is talking about. You're going to have to go back a little bit and you're going to have to read previous verses to really get what the author is saying because there's, a, there's that conjunctive adverb there. It's connecting two different things. Well, what's it connecting, Pastor? It is connecting the entire 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews to this thought here. Now, the entire 11th chapter of Hebrews, if you were to go back and you were to read it, what you would discover 
is that that whole chapter is a litany. It is a catalog of heroes of the faith. It is a catalog of what we are referring to this morning as the and what he and what our scriptures refer to this morning as that great cloud of witnesses. It specifically names many, many Old Testament characters, people who exercise tremendous trust in God, and it bears witness to God's faithfulness to them. I'm not going to read the entire 11th chapter of Hebrews, but I'm going to encourage you to do that this morning because it's important that we understand that when the, when the author of Hebrews goes along and he's, he's talking about Moses and he's talking about Noah and he's talking about all, these, all of these Old Testament heroes of our faith, and then it connects here. All of these people existed. All of these people are examples of great faith and great trust in God and God's being for them. I like to drop that word for a lot now. And God's God, God being in their favor, working for their favor. So because you have that great cloud of witnesses, here they, here they are. Here's all their testimonies. Here's what they've, here's what, here's their, here's their example of what it looks like to trust and have full faith in God. And here's what it looks like that God has been faithful to them as well. This person, this person, this person, this person, this person, this person, this person. You've got all these people to look at. Therefore, since you have this witness, since you have this testimony, since we are surrounded by the great cloud of witnesses that we just named off in chapter 11, persevere in your faith because you can trust it because there's evidence of it. You can trust God, and you can trust what He has, we can clearly see He has done through all of these Old Testament heroes of our faith. That great cloud of witnesses. Because of them, because of those who have gone before us, we can throw off everything that potentially prohibits us from having that full relationship with God. Why? Because we can trust it. Because we have evidence of it. Because we have testimony of it. We look to the people who have gone before us. And we know that we can fully trust God in all things. As we remember our loved ones today, and we remember that great cloud of witnesses, we reflect on them. And we reflect on how our faith has been shaped, how our faith has been formed individually of course but also as the global church you know when we recite the apostles creed together we state our belief in something that we refer to as the communion of the saints y'all remember that we believe in the communion of the saints what is the communion of the saints the communion of the saints is the entire body of faithful followers of Christ living dead past present future that's what we're referring to when we, when, we, when we affirm our belief in the communion of saints. When we receive Holy Communion like we're going to this morning, we do so, and you'll hear me utilize these words just like you do every month when we receive Holy Communion. When we receive communion, we do so with all God's people on earth and all the company. Somebody finish that sentence. Nobody. All the company of heaven. We join our, vo our voices together in communion and we sing God's praise with all of the saints living and dead. So let's do that this morning.
Let's utilize that time as we receive communion together to honor, to reflect, to celebrate all of those who have been such incredible, incredible examples of what it looks like to persevere in the faith.